0: Welcome back to The Bible is Art, where we explore the literary artistry of the Bible, and in this week, we're exploring the art of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy is confusing for many, and this is because it seems to repeat a lot of the history of Israel that has already happened, as well as many of the laws. I mean, there's another copy of the Ten Commandments, and the title of the book itself means Second Law. But there are important differences between the first occurrence of these stories and laws and the second. And when you understand the differences, you'll understand the art and the genius of Deuteronomy. First, by the time we get to Deuteronomy, Moses has lived, breathed, and applied God's law for 40 years, wandering, leading his people in the wilderness, God's words have become Moses' bones. It's like the difference between being so fluent in a language that you can understand poetry, shades of connotation and subtle allusions, and being a beginner, having to look up every word. That's the difference between the first time we read those laws and the laws here in Deuteronomy. So far from being a simple repetition of the law, Deuteronomy is a master exposition of a lifetime of living and loving the law. It's the wisdom, the depth of the law. Second, Deuteronomy is the final speeches of Moses. And this is significant because up to this point in the Bible, It is by far the longest direct speech from a character. The last large section that was one character's extended speech was the book of Leviticus. Leviticus is almost entirely God's direct speech. So there's a shift from God speaking to man, Moses speaking. The last time the laws were listed, it was God speaking them in Exodus and Leviticus. The second time they're repeated or explained here, it is a man, Moses, explaining them. Notice there's been a progression from God doing all the explaining to Moses. God is growing up his people. You see, God taught our forefathers, then they teach their children, and the children teach their children, and so on and so forth. And with each passing on of God's word, the understanding of his word gets deeper and richer. And we see the first deep passing on here. Okay, so now to the book. Deuteronomy is designed in three major speeches with an introduction and a conclusion. In the first section, Moses retells Israel's story, but only part of it. And there's an important principle here. Whenever there is a seeming repetition in the Bible, pay attention to the details, the specific words the author uses, what he chooses to include and exclude from the story, because all those details will clue you into the real meaning of the repetition. Here, Moses doesn't review Abraham or Adam, Joseph or the Exodus. He starts from the end of the time at Mount Sinai and brings it up to the present time for the readers. Israel on the plains of Moab, right outside the land of Canaan, ready to go in. But even out of all the time he covers in his retelling, he focuses on two things the story of the spies spying out the land, and the relationship between the Israelites and other peoples, like the Moabites and the Ammonites. Now, out of all the things that Moses could focus on, why these two? Well, because these two scenarios are the same two scenarios that open the Bible in Genesis 3 and 4. Let me show you what I mean. The story of Israel is the story of the Garden of Eden writ large. So just as you have a son of God, Adam, who was given a law and a land and he disobeyed and was kicked out, so Israel, God's son, is given laws and land and disobeys and is kicked out, what we call exile. That's the macro structure. But here, Moses highlights a few particular correspondences. Israel is brought to the edge of the land and God instructs them to take it, but they refuse. This is the inverse of the garden where they were told to not take and they took. Well, then after God says, fine, you can't have the land. Then the Israelites want to take it, but they're now disallowed and they are defeated when they try to take it. The same sin as in the garden, taking something that is not Theirs. The next series of episodes recalled in Deuteronomy has to do with the interactions between different peoples during the 40 years of wandering in the desert. And interestingly, Moses will tell them that some of these people are their brothers. For instance, in Deuteronomy 2, Moses says, You are about to pass through the territory of your brothers, the people of Esau who live in Seir, and they will be afraid of you, so be careful do not contend with them. This corresponds to the next episode after the sin in the garden, Cain and Abel, a brother-brother conflict. James B. Jordan has pointed out this pattern. The first sin in the Bible is a sin against God, and the second sin is a sin against a brother. And this is the same pattern in Deuteronomy. The first sin is a sin against God in not taking and then trying to take the land, the next scenes have to do with brother-brother conflict, how you relate to your neighbor. So in this section, Moses wants to remind the second generation coming out of Egypt to not duplicate those original sins against God and neighbor, but to instead love God and neighbor. Well, in the second and main section, chapters 4 44 through chapter 26, there are a collection of laws, but not a random collection of laws. They are an artful and wise collection of laws. You see, these laws are organized around the Ten Commandments. Many scholars have noted this arrangement, and although there is debate on the precise seams, exactly where one section or commandment ends and the next section begins, The fact that they are organized in the order of the Ten Commandments is clear. But I said that they are not just artful, but also wise. And this is because they're not just repetitions of the Ten Commandments, but explanations of how they apply in a myriad of situations. Moses explains the implication, the presupposition of these laws. He speaks as someone who has lived with, pondered, prayed over, and applied these commandments for 40 years. Bernard Bell provides a wonderful summary of Deuteronomy's application of the different Ten Commandments. For instance, in the section about the Fifth Commandment, honoring father and mother, Moses applies it to not just your own father and mother, but also respecting authorities. Or Commandment 8, you shall not steal, applies also to property violation. Well, after the explanation of the law, in the next section, chapters 29 and 30, Israel renews their covenant and God says, like Adam, he is placing good and evil before them and they are to choose the good. In the last section of the book, chapters 31 through 34, Moses will speak two poems. Once again, just like there's two poems at the beginning of the Bible. The first poem will be To Israel from Moses, like Adam's poem about his wife when she is created. And the second poem is a blessing on the people that will foretell their future, just like God's poem in Genesis 3 about the future of Adam and Eve and about how one day God will give a son who will crush the head of the serpent. Once again, the story of the garden writ large. In the final chapter, Moses will die, being barred from entering the land, and once again, just like in Genesis, God had put two angels with flaming swords guarding the way back into the land. So here, the leader must die in order for Israel to enter back into the land to be with God. So far from being a simple retelling of Israel's story, Moses crafts it in subtle ways to bring to the surface things that were below, and that, my friends, is why the Bible is art. Thank you so much uh, for watching the video this week on Deuteronomy. Um, um, I really appreciate you guys watching. If you guys would like to support the channel, that would be wonderful. Uh, you can go to uh, the bi- um, patreon.com slash thebibleisart. Um, if you would uh, like to check out other things, I've got a bunch of resources on the website. You can go to um, thebibleisart.com, bunch of audio resources and a tool I built there. Um, love it if you have any comments, you can leave them below. Thank you so much.